Welcome to the Eskenzi PR podcast, where we share pearls of wisdom on PR and cybersecurity. Welcome to this week's Eskenzi PR podcast. We are going to be talking about the big show that's just happened. Yes, that's RSA 2019. I'm joined by account director for Eskenzi, Beth Smith. She's just returned from San Francisco. Beth, what was the show like? I thought the show was really great, Mel. I've never been before, so it was a nice change. Um, Got to go out to San Francisco, which is amazing. Um, By all accounts, the show changed a bit. They refurbed the venue, which everybody seemed to really enjoy. And... They added a bit in between the North and South Hall, which kind of kept visitors flowing, um, which I thought was really good as well. Which is fantastic, because I think every year, year on year, shows do have to evolve, because the numbers, so it looks like the numbers have increased yet again, and as you said, to keep that flow going to make sure that they go around all visitors, go around all the exhibitors is so important. But what we wanted to talk about on this podcast is what goes in to a show, the preparation from a PR side, mm-hmm. um, and the lessons learnt from the show. Now, um, we talk a lot about preparing for a show. From mm-hmm. a PR side, we, we want to know all sorts of things from our clients, what the news is, what they're launching, where their stand is, mm-hmm. most important. Um, so I know that you work quite closely with our US Eskenzi mm-hmm. colleagues yeah. on that. Yes. Yeah. So one of our colleagues, Jan, in the States, she started quite early um, in January, on the 1st of January she started, and she managed to get 19 meetings for our clients at Skinzy, which is no small feat, I can tell you. (laughs) That is is a brilliant number, that's a lot of effort that's gone into that. Yes, Um, and I think... Just from you know the RSA standpoint, I don't think there were too many um, European journalists there. There certainly weren't that many from the UK. Yeah. Um, so having those people in the US uh, was a great thing for all of our clients. And I think from a show organi- organizer's point of view, they really need to kind of work hard to get those European people in attendance. Yeah, and that... That is a shame, because I think when we looked at the list, it was only three UK journalists that were going out there, and I think only two landed up actually attending the show. Yeah, it was the Info Security guys, and which is great, and they had their own thing going around the show as well, so it meant that they couldn't book up meetings or anything, so... Yeah, it would, it would have been nicer to see a bit more there, but with Mobile World Congress the week before, I think... That kind of slowed people from going there as well. Yeah, it seems very much to be the event season, doesn't it? Yeah. So preparation is is key to making sure that you have a successful event media-wise. And I think also, from, from a, a personal perspective, sometimes doing interviews prior. So we, we talk about European journalists mm-hmm. maybe doing the interviews prior if they're not flying out to the show about what they're going to be announcing Mm-hmm. Having preview media alerts, press releases, yeah. giving people snippets of what you're going to be talking about at the show. Yeah, certainly. I think that is really important, especially for the European journalists who don't always make it out there. You know, flights are expensive now. So. <laughs> they certainly are. Now, one, one thing I thought was quite interesting, you talked about that new area to keep the visitors flowing. Mm-hmm. But also, there seems to be a lack of seating areas yes and meeting points and that's something if you're out there for new business or trying to get sales leads in yeah what what do you do 
I think it's important to either A, have a stand big enough to have a little spot you can sit at to have meetings at the stand. And if you can't do that, just suss out the local area. Um, so there's lots of cafes and bars and hotels nearby, but they do get very packed out. So you need to make sure that you have those spots and they're agreed upon and that you allow yourself plenty of time to get there because sometimes there'll be a five, ten minute walk away. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so they don't have all these things on site? No, not on site, no. There was a lot of corridors with a lot of people um, sitting <laughs> up against walls. <laughs> Could you grab a coffee? Not really, no. You have to go outside. So, I mean, some people do the coffee stands on their booths, which are a great ideas. So those, we saw a lot of like interesting kind of tactics to get people to stands. Like there was one company who had... Two cats up for adoption from the Humane Society. So wow. they had cats on their stand, which was very interesting. <laughs> was that humane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, the, and there is kind of, they do those food, or they, a lot of people do drinks uh, towards the end of the show and that sort of thing. So, But, again, there's no way, way to sit. So, you, you know, you'll be standing around talking. So, so wear comfortable shoes as yeah. well. <laughs> Comfortable shoes are always a winner. And break them in before you go to the show yeah, as well. Exactly. That's, that's what I've learned in the past. So what we're suggesting for clients is possibly creating their own breakout area or sit-down relaxation area on a stand where you can have meetings in a quiet space. Yeah, certainly if budgets allow for that. I know that, I can't remember the exact figure, but somebody had quoted that said, you know, they charged... A ridiculous amount for chairs so it's just something that needs to be either figured in or you know it's all in the prep so just figuring out where you can have those meetings and things prepare for your exhibition <laughs> now the other thing that we um talked about was the rules of rsa mm -hmm. it's a massive show everybody wants to be involved in the security industry everybody wants to get their name and brand seen and heard yeah but sometimes having a simple stand just doesn't work maybe having different tactics in and around the show mm -hmm. may be better for some some companies but there are quite strict rules i understand yeah so not everybody can exhibit at the show um it's expensive and you know for companies that actually are in based in san francisco sometimes it doesn't make sense for that but because you're getting the i think it was forty five thousand attendees this year you want to do something right so one of our clients, for example, would do, you know, they do extra branding on things, rickshaws, sponsored cab rides to parties and things like that. And you're much less limited if you're not exhibiting to do those kind of things. Because if you are exhibiting, then everything that you do kind of within a five mile radius of the Moscone Center has to be rubber stamped by RSA organizers. So you need to get approval. It's not impossible to do it, but you just need to, again, it's part of that prep. You know, if you want to do something fun, a coffee cart, a food truck, anything like that, if you don't get it approved, it will be shut down if you're exhibiting. If you're not exhibiting, then you have a bit more freedom to do whatever you want. Wow, so it sounds like they have the RSA police that come yeah. down and shut you down. If yeah, you I did hear some stories about that. <laughs> a pop-up coffee area. Yeah. Brilliant. So from a new business side, Beth, what should people be doing at the show? I think it's really key to have those meetings set up before you go to RSA, because once you get there, there's loads of people, there's lots of buzz, you know, everybody gets busy. So going in with set up meetings, which is kind of a tactic that Yvonne, Neil and I used, 
So they had a company called Operatics that we worked with to get meetings before we went to the show. So in and amongst the stuff that we did going around the show and kind of talking to people on the fly, we also had those meetings set up, which proved really useful and some really good conversations came out of that. Um, another way that RSA is useful is to get all of our clients together as well. So um, just get everybody together. We got our marketing and comms people from our clients together so that they could all talk about what's working for them, what's not been working for them, what are the best events and exhibitions to do. Um, so it's a good way to kind of get everyone together and share information. But again, there was planning for that. We were able to use HackerOne's offices. They very nicely let us use that mm -hmm. space so we could get everyone together and kind of have a lunch and a roundtable discussion. Oh, brilliant. So I think the key points and what we've learned from attending RSA 2019 is make sure that you're prepared. Make sure that all your PR announcements and all your media interviews are set prior to the show. Get, have a think about the tactics that you want to use whilst at the show. So don't go out and do something off the cuff if you're exhibiting because you're mm. going to need RSA's approval on yes. any guerrilla tactics. Make sure that you have your meeting points. Yes. Yvonne Skenzi has also written a blog about her view of RSA 2019. So pop along to the Skenzi PR website, hop onto our blog page and find that blog and read what she thought. There's some interesting bits in there about how HackerOne had created marketing campaigns outside the show as they weren't exhibiting and some other interesting points in there. So that's everything from RSA 2019. Stay tuned for our next podcast.